Last Saturday night, I was going to meet someone and was so ill from the night before. I got stuck in traffic and ended up being sick on myself because I didn't want the embarrassment of being sick out of the window. I had to go home and I was two hours late for our date, making up a random excuse because I couldn't tell him the truth. Welcome to last Saturday night. It's Jamie, your host. Welcome back if you've been here before and welcome if this is your first time coming to listen to me. Um, This episode, we're going to be going over four episodes of Saturday Night Live. It is the technically the last two episodes of the season. And then for some reason, two months later, Lauren decided to put out two more episodes in the middle of the summer in July. So we're, we're going to be discussing all of those. Not a lot of historical things were happening. The Olympics was happening. It was the bicentennial celebration of this country. I was born. Um, you know, so many great things were happening that summer. But um, we're, we're just going to... This one's going to be more about Saturday Night Live tea as opposed to history, just to wrap up this first season, which I gotta say was rough. Um, Some of the episodes were just spectacular and you can see the brilliance that will become Saturday Night Live. And some of them were like, why is this on television? But you know, it's growing pains for all new things. And, you know, the show's been around for 46, 47 seasons now. So I, I, I guess they found their footing, you know, maybe. So in episode, Buck Henry's episode, um, episode 21, it begins with Chevy Chase. He apparently had just won an Emmy. And at the Emmys, I did a little research because he was on crutches. Um, And I think it, it was just a gag, but at the Emmys when he won for supporting actor in a comedy series, he was up against two other guys from the Carol Burnett show. And... Of course, when he went up there, he fell. And when I saw the clip, Red Fox, if if you don't know who he is, Red Fox was, you know, an, a comedian, um, very talented comedian. He was Sanford, Fred Sanford from Sanford and Son. But he was the one presenting the award. And he just looked at Chevy with with the look that I think I give every time he's on TV like what the hell so it was just so it was funny to me but um you know Chevy Chase he's just not funny to me but um I'm not gonna rag on him this entire episode but he had just won an Emmy I, I don't think deservedly but he won it um I think he's a testament to um mediocrity and how white men tend to be able to go for it with that but i digress the host of his episode was buck henry buck actually hosted snl 10 times in the in the first five years that snl was on um he it was an actor comedian um 
He created the show Get Smart in the late 70s with Mel Brooks. Uh, Goldie Hawn was on that show. I've I've never watched that show. I've just seen clips of it. But um, it was like a variety type comedy show before Saturday Night Live came out. He also wrote the screenplay for the movie The Graduate that had um, Dustin Hoffman in it. Um, But he died of a heart attack in 2020 at the age of 89. He also did this absolutely very distasteful skit with Garrett Morris at the time, and I'm just going to play it for you. Listen, I spent two years putting this thing together. I'm not going to let some two-bit extra screw things up. I've got a hot script. I've got the best cast ever assembled. Marlon Brando, Jane Fonda, Shelley Winters. Tatum O'Neill, you got them all. I swear, George. uh, Too Young to Live is destined to go right up there with the classics. Listen, before lunch, we still have some people out there to meet. Yeah, but all that's up to cast is the crowd scenes. Well, uh, there's a crowd waiting in the hall. They have a 2 o'clock appointment. Terrific. Send them in. Okay. Uh, Next, please. to have kept you waiting. I guess you're a little bit nervous. Yeah, we'll just try and relax. This should be very easy for you. We're going to have just a few preliminary questions first. Uh, your name? Did you get that? Yeah, I got it. Okay. Uh, what was your last picture? Earthquake. Earthquake. Yeah. Uh, of course, that's where I recognize you from. You were very, very good in that. You know, you look a lot thinner in person. <laughs> okay, let's start. Uh, now, you're in the desert and you've just sighted a UFO. Let's see how you'd respond. Action. Up there, look! Cut! Good, good, I believe you. That was very nice. Why don't we run through a couple of the basics now? I'd like you to go from a restless multitude to an unruly, threatening mob. Okay, start restless, build up to unruly and threatening, and action! Okay, we're going to try something else, crowd. It's 1927. Uh, Lindbergh has just landed in Paris. You are excited and thrilled. Action! Okay, beautiful. Very, very pretty. Now I'd like to see you. Uh, I'd like to see you work with a little panic. Why don't we try this? You are Japan. Godzilla is ravaging Tokyo. Action! Uh, hang on a second. Who taught this crowd how to act? Oh, no, don't ask me. Look, I, try something I want to see how flexible uh, they are, okay? Uh, listen, crowd, Dorothy and Toto have just arrived in Munchkinland. <laughs> I want you to make them feel warm and welcome, okay? Action. I think I have a good uh, sense of your range. If you could just uh, leave a picture. How about phone phone numbers? Phone numbers, please. Phone number. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. That's very nice. Uh, Oh, I forgot to ask you one thing. Do you lynch? It cuts to them then grabbing Garrett Morris. It's a crowd of people. 
it cuts to them grabbing Garrett Morris and literally putting a noose around his neck. I, I don't under I don't understand it, but I do understand when Eddie Murphy said when he was leaving Saturday Night Live after his run, he had he was becoming unhappy and he said he did not want them to do what they did to Garrett Morris. And, you know, this was the late 70s. There weren't many comedians getting opportunities like this at the time. So, you know, I'm I'm not faulting Garrett Morris for doing that scene, but it just is absolutely in poor taste. And it's it's not satire, it's not funny, it's not edgy. And and you know, you you can have a differing opinion than I am, but I it's not funny and it was so cringy. But that was the end of the 1970s, so uh, I don't know. I can't imagine Saturday Night Live in 2022 doing a skit like that now. The musical guest for this Buck Henry episode was Gordon Lightfoot. Um, He was a Canadian singer and a songwriter. He is still alive. Um, He's had songs recorded by Harry Belafonte, Sarah McLaughlin, Barbara Streisand, and Olivia Newton-John. Garrett Morris also sang opera. He sang, you know what, I'm not even going to try to pronounce this. It's in Latin. But he has a, a beautiful voice, actually. And um, if you get a chance, you should go back and just listen to Garrett Morris sing sing on the show. He was great. Um, the next episode had Elliot Gould as the host. And he has gone on to host uh, Saturday Night Live six times. Um he best, he was a bona fide movie star in the 70s, but what he may be known for right now in 2022 is playing Ross Geller's dad on Friends. He was absolutely hilarious. But um, he was in all the Ocean's 11s with Ocean's 11, 12, 13 with George Clooney and Matt Damon. And every time he came on, he was a delight. I actually think... Elliot Gold, like, I think he played himself in everything. He just seems like a really nice guy and non-problematic, at least for the two episodes that he has been in in this first season of Saturday Night Live. He brought back Leon Redbone. I've already expressed what I feel about Leon Redbone, but Leon Redbone sang on um, this show. So now we're going to the two episodes that Lauren decided to do in the middle of July, which was Saturday Night Live had been on um, reruns for two months. But he decided to come back, I guess because of the Olympics and things were happening, but they didn't even really discuss what was happening in the country at that time. We are in the middle of primary season with um, choosing a new president, you know, so they did their standard Jimmy Carter jokes. they make fun of Jimmy Carter and how he speaks. You know, it's it's the same. Gerald Ford's not smart. It's the same. So I just, they've never done this again. And I think Lauren realized that, you know, Saturday Night Live can go black in the summer. It's okay. You don't have to force it. But the first episode that they decided to do in July was hosted by a woman named Louise Lasser. Now, it is 2022, and I have never heard of this woman. But apparently, 
she was a big thing back in the 70s. Um, she was part of a show called Mary Hartman. Mary Hartman, gotta tell you, never heard of that show. Norman Lear actually produced it. Norman Lear of the Jefferson's Good Times fame. Um, all in a family fame. She was obviously an actress, and she was um, married to Woody Allen for some time, and she appeared in a lot of his early movies. Now, when I saw her, I was like, Woody Allen has a type, except for when he wants young girls. Mm-hmm-hmm. But she looks exactly like Mia Farrow and Diane Keaton. But, um, you know, the wafy white woman with, you know, sharp features. So, yeah. But apparently this woman had been arrested for shoplifting with cocaine in her bag a week before hosting Saturday Night Live. It was, you know, less than an ounce of cocaine, but she she had been arrested and she was facing a drug charge. So the Saturday Night Live cast did not want to work with her because apparently she came in and was just terrible. But the reason she was even invited to host was Lauren wanted Woody Allen. He always wanted Woody Allen to host. So he figured if he got, at this time they were um, divorced, if he got his ex-wife on the show, and then he also invited Preservation Hall Jazz Band, who was a New Orleans jazz band, who was on the soundtrack of one of Woody Allen's movies named Sleeper, if he invited them all, maybe Woody Allen would, you know, pick up the phone and be like, you know what, I want to do your show. Never happened. So because of that, Preservation Hall Jazz Band only got to perform one of their songs. They only got one performance slot. And Louise Lasser, because she was so terrible to the to this um, cast and they didn't want to work with her. She only wound up working with, of course, Chevy Chase and a dog. And she is the first SNL host to be banned. Um, Lauren hated this episode so much. He took it out of syndication and wouldn't even allow it to be rerun. Uh, it's not any worse than any of the other episodes. I think this was just a personal, you know, I don't like her, so she won't be on TV anymore. So that was Louise Lasser. That's trivia for you. What was the first SNL host band? Louise Lasser. The next episode and the final episode of this season one um, was hosted by Chris Christopherson. Um, if you don't know, he's a singer actor. He was in, you might have res- recognized him as Whistler from Blade. He was in A Star Is Born, which was the third remake before this very last one that we got with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. But he was visibly drunk on this episode. So drunk that by the time that the end of the episode came around, the cast had to hold him up in the goodbyes. But um, he was married to Rita Coolidge at the time, and they sang uh, Hula Hoop um, and Eddie the Eunuch, and then he sang one of his own songs, I've Got a Life of My Own. Um, A Star is Born would come out later that year in December, so he's not writing off of that. He's just, you know, he was a big movie star at that time, too. But um, at the beginning of his episode, John Belushi and Chevy Chase had a, a frenemies type of relationship that actually preceded them being on um, Saturday Night Live. 
they had issues from the time that they worked together on National Lampoon. And John always felt that Chevy was giving more of the getting more of the star treatment than the rest of the cast. And Chevy being Chevy was not doing anything to alleviate people's feelings or concerns. So at the beginning of this episode, John, Belushi, and Chevy Chase have a quote-unquote fight. That ends with John punching Chevy out and falling, which then starts the show. Um, it, it was, you know, half for laughs and half for, you know, I don't like you. So, because um, as, as the bit went on, you could feel the tension rising just a little bit. But, um, yeah, it just, it was, it was interesting. But guys, this, this is all I have for this last season. The next episode, we're going to be into season two of Saturday Night Live. Um, it, it will have no Chevy Chase. Yay. So, um, I'm interested to see what they do in their, um, second season, which is going to be the end of 1976 to 77 um the president is decided then so it it should be some some good good um items to talk about and um go over i also want to make sure if you could please 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 follow on apple Podcasts if that's where you listen follow me on spotify if that's where you listen please review give me some stars Uh, Also, please send me what you were doing last Saturday night so you can be a part of my podcast at the beginning. Um, Yeah. So um, hit me up at just underscore Jamie T, J-A-M-I-E-T-E-E on Instagram or last Saturday night on Instagram. And I will catch you guys next episode. (laughs) 